We all want more freedom, and a lot of us work hard now in the hope we'll feel free later. What if there was another way? A way to feel happier, more free, and confident to get better results right now. Welcome to Your Freedom Unlimited, where we share practical stories and strategies to help you show up authentically, drop your fears, and take inspired action on what matters most to you. I'm your host, Jen Ramsey. As a coach with a love for metaphysics, science, spirituality, and strategies that get results, I'll help you step away from self-doubt and create a powerful new story for your life, business, or career. Join me. Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of Your Freedom Unlimited. I'm so excited you're here sharing this time with me today because I've got a really important question to ask you. And it's one that you may never have asked yourself. So my question is this, what type of stories are you telling yourself about yourself and your life? What do I mean by this? Well, every day of our lives, we are telling ourselves thousands of stories about ourselves and our lives. They can be very simple stories, such as if it's when you wake up and it's a sunny day, you think, oh, it's going to be a great day ahead because it's sunny. Or if you wake up and it's a cloudy, rainy day, then you might think, hmm, this is not going to be such a great day ahead. That's quite a simple story. But there are other very complex stories that we can, we can be telling ourselves. Things like, I'm not good enough for that job because of X, Y, Z. Oh, I'm not good at relationships because I've been in failed relationships before. Or I feel guilty as a mum because I'm not spending enough time with my children. Or I'm a wife, I should be doing this for my partner right now. If I'm a good daughter, then I'd be doing this for my parent right now. And other stories are things like, well, if my partner loved me, he would be doing X, Y, Z. Or if my boss respected me, he would give me a chance at that job and a raise. Do any of these stories ring any bells for you? I know I can see myself in quite a few of them. So why am I talking with you about all of this? Because the stories that we tell ourselves can actually have a huge bearing on our lives. And why is that? Well, there are four reasons. The first one is, is that our stories carry an enormous amount of emotional energy that actually happen to guide our thoughts, our actions, and our behaviors. They, it's almost like we're on autopilot and we, they can determine what we say, when we say, and how we say it. Just think for a moment when someone might cut you off on traffic, what are you most likely to say or do? It's a bit of an autopilot reaction. And it's all because of that emotional energy that comes up when something happens out there to us. The second reason is that our stories can actually trap us and rob us of opportunities. For example, if I tell myself I'm too young, I'm too old, or I'm not good enough, or not smart enough, or if I don't have a degree, what sort of opportunities could I be missing out on? I remember years ago when I was consulting in PR and I worked with someone who she was absolutely brilliant, but the story that she told herself more often than not was that she was too young to be taken seriously by our clients. And that story that she told herself really did rob her of opportunities. 
Fortunately, over time, she overcame that story and she is now um, leading a great communication team in a, in a business. But it, what I did see over that time was how many opportunities it did rob her of because of that story she was telling herself. The other thing is, is that we can also slip into autopilot into some of the stories and conditioning of our society. We can caught up in terms of what we think that society says is right or that we should be doing versus what is really most important to us. And if you want to get a really good sense of that, take a listen to my interview with Jay Rothman on episode three, where he talks about how his pursuit of the American dream really led him to a lot of very chronic illness and a really difficult time in his life. And that was where he got very caught up how he thought he should be in society versus what was most important to him. And the final reason that we need to think about our, story, our stories is that the kind of story that we tell ourselves about one situation can be repeated in many other situations throughout our lives. And a great example of this is the story that I remember telling myself as a child about my ability to do maths and to do sport. So what were those stories I was telling myself? Well, let's talk about the maths first. As a child, while I really loved learning and enjoyed school and got good marks in subjects like English, I remember I started telling myself a story that I wasn't very good at maths. And this translated into quite a great deal of fear every time it came to me doing some maths or if I needed to ask the teacher for help in solving a problem in class. And worst case scenario was when I had to go and do a maths exam. I was really in a lot of fear. And what was Fascinating was the difference between my performance in maths versus my performance in other classes like English, geography, or history. I was pretty much an A student in those other classes, but in maths, I was lucky to be a C. All because I told myself the story initially that I wasn't good at maths and that maths didn't come easily to me. And we also had a story in our family that people in our family were no good at maths. So what did I do? I undermined myself. And when I look back, I ultimately let myself off the hook at even trying to be good at maths by becoming a really good victim to that story. While that might sound like a simple story from my childhood, I can now see how the pattern of that story did get woven into my childhood. And the story I told myself about sport was even better. Well, I don't know if it was better, but it was, in fact, it was a much more serious story because what it saw me doing was getting into very much into the comparison and I'm not good enough game because guess what? My best friend at school was extremely good at sport. Talk about the universe sending me a, a really big messenger as a child. So my best friend was great. She was winning school events and district events in everything from swimming and netball through to, to athletics. She was truly amazing on the sporting field. And while I was very happy for her, I spent way too much time in, on my negative, I'm not good at sports story. I just wasted enormous amounts of energy constantly criticizing myself. So much so that I stopped enjoying sport and I probably, if, I, if truth be told, I stopped enjoying our friendship as much at that time. The good news is, is that she and I are still friends today, despite how I felt back then. What I also want to be very clear on right now is that I had a really great childhood. I had exceptionally kind and loving parents and a very supportive family who really wanted me to do my best. 
But what it came down to was my situation in, in relation to maths and sport was it came down to the stories I was telling myself. Looking back now, I can really see how those stories of not being good at sport and particularly the one about sport and comparing myself with others started a lifelong pattern of feeling not good enough and not measuring up elsewhere in my life. And I can see now how I repeated that pattern again and again and again with different friendships, in my work, in business and in my relationships. And I can see now how what I was doing was creating, every time I stepped into the negative story, I was actually actually creating my future. Now, looking back, I know that I was comparing myself to the, I was comparing myself to things going on in my outside world as opposed to finding my own value and self-worth inside myself. And that's a story for another day. I will be talking about self-worth a lot more on this podcast. But today, I just would, wanted to really focus on this idea of getting very clear about how important our stories are that we tell ourselves. Because I truly believe the quality of the stories we tell ourselves will impact the quality of our life. And I have to say, those early stories that I told myself had a great bearing on how I lived my, how I was at university and how I lived in my 20s and my 30s. I really did get a lot of light bulbs switched on in my 30s, but boy, that was a long time to be living with those negative stories. So now I am super clear about being aware of the stories that I'm telling myself and, um, in, and, and really being clear about how those stories are going to have a bearing on my future. The other big danger that I've found about stories and when I'm talking with clients and, and talking with you know just friends and family, I can see also the danger of any stories that where we go on autopilot with some of our stories. So we can, what I'm saying there is that we can be really in our stories all day, every day, and not even being aware of it. And how does that happen? Well, as I said earlier, all of our stories have an emotional energy or an emo what I call an emotional frequency. And I believe each story has what I call its own frequency code. And inside this frequency code is the emotions that we're feeling, the conditioning, um, that we might be carrying from our society, the stories we might have been telling ourselves, and also any past experiences we might have had. So what happens is when the right set of circumstances occurs um, and our emotions are triggered, these then trigger that story, they, they trigger that frequency code and that story that are then going to automatically trigger your actions, your behaviors, and then the outcomes you get from that situation. So this is really what I guess I'm trying to say here is that when we're inside a situation like this, it is like we are an autopilot. We're all, we are, you know, inside almost, we're almost inside a chain of events and a range of reactions and circumstances that feel like they're beyond our control. A simple example of this might be, you know, thinking about jobs around the house, you know, whose job is it to unpack the dishwasher or whose job is it to take the bin out? And so what if we come home every week and we, you know, if it's our partner's job to put the bin out, <clears throat> but then we come home late one night, the third week in a row, and we see that that bin is still not out. If we're in the story that it's our partner's job to put the bin out and, you know, we do other things around the house, so why should we have to do, put the bin out too? We can go on autopilot and we can get a little crappy. 
So I know that might seem like a very simple story, but these, these are the things that get in the way of really good relationships. And these are the things that we can actually do something about once we become aware of them. Because once we become aware of these sorts of stories that we're telling ourselves, we can do something about them. Because if we don't, our stories can really set us up as victims. So that whole bin example that I've just given you is a classic story of where we say that that's me in my situation. I could feel like a victim to that story. And suddenly, you know, I'm a victim to everything that's going on. I'm stomping my feet as I take that bin out to the, to the, to the um, street to be emptied, to be picked up by the garbage collector. And really becoming a victim to some other situation, person or circumstance is not a fun or a really a very good place to be. Why? Because if we're starting to set ourselves up as a victim in a story, then we're always going to feel a little bit helpless or we're at a loss. And we're going to be perhaps finding ourselves in a position where we find it difficult to move forward. And who wants that? I know I certainly don't. So for me, the ultimate story I now tell myself is that I am the creator of everything in my reality. And I mean everything. And what that means, particularly in the situation where we might um, tell, be telling stories where we're a victim, it means that we just wipe all of those stories out. We free ourselves up incredibly. And this frees us up from all that, really that emotional energy that goes on between people that is just really a waste of time and is, is not really the truth of, of the relationship that we're in. Now, this idea of being the creator of our reality, it is not something I've just dreamed up. It is a pretty widely held view, especially in mindset, empowerment, and spiritual circles. So what are the benefits of being a creator of everything in our reality? Well, if I'm the creator of my own reality, it means I'm fully responsible for everything in my life. And if I'm fully responsible for everything in my life, that means I can actually take charge and I can make a change. In a nutshell, it means that if I create my reality, my reality, I can then make a change to that reality. And I can go from being that little girl who wasn't good at maths to being super good at maths if that's what I choose. I can also go from being that little girl who didn't feel she was very good at sport to being capable of and enjoying sport, of, of being the person who can just enjoy the sport for what it is rather than having to be the best at it. And for me, that's a really powerful position to be in. Suddenly, I'm the creator of my world. Suddenly, I'm getting to determine what's going on. Suddenly, I'm feeling a lot better about everything and I'm no longer a victim. And I have to say to you, when I got this concept and when I got it and then when I really lived it, everything in my world changed. And I, I remember, you know, it was probably a number of years. I remember actually when I was 18 saying to my a girlfriend at the time, I remember saying, you know, Life is about taking full responsibility for everything. It probably only took me another 20 years to actually work out what that really meant. Um, but I have to say, when I did work it out, it really changed everything. And the biggest example of that was when I was on my journey with anxiety. This was the big turnaround for me. When I realized that just simply by labeling myself with a story that I, was, I had anxiety, I was telling myself a story and I was putting myself in a box. I'm just talking about my personal circumstance at this moment. I know people experience very extreme forms of anxiety, but I just want to talk about 
what it was for me in terms of when I put my that label on myself it really I did put myself in a bit of a box and what I found then was that it's actually very dangerous to put ourselves in boxes because it can be very hard to get out of them and this idea of putting ourselves in a box also maps across to other people what stories or boxes are we are we putting other people in in our lives so what stories are we telling about other people in our lives so a question for you right now what are you saying to yourself right now about how your partner your child your boss your employee is treating you or behaving what boxes are you putting them in and what boxes are you keeping them in this was another big learning for me when I realized that if I keep someone bound in that story that you know they're um, you know they've only got in a, in a work sense they've only got you know a particular level of experience in a particular area if I put them in that box and I never give my team member a chance at doing anything else how is that going to work out for them how are they going to feel likewise in a relationship if we say oh well my partner always does this when I say that well again we're putting them into a box that doesn't let them get out of that so we have to be really aware of these stories not only the stories we're telling ourselves about ourselves but about other people in our lives Whew, I know this is quite a long episode but I just it's such an important thing that I really wanted to share with you because when we get this when we understand that we are telling these stories um, about ourselves and about others it, it can become so freeing and that's what this podcast is all about how do we find more freedom in our lives and that's what this is all about how can we free ourselves from these stories and talking of freeing ourselves from stories we also need to be really careful about the condition stories our society can put us in in terms of you know if I'm a woman or a man or the color of my skin or the um, sexual preference that I have all of these stories are conditioned stories that keep us in boxes and then don't let people see us for who we really are and a lot of these stories come from again come from childhood and our fairy tales and I really have to ask the question why are we still reading our children Cinderella that is a big question that I've got anyway so what I'm talking about here just to be really clear I'm talking about those stories that that just put us into a position where we think we have to do or be a certain thing so or, or and that puts another person into a position where we have expectations of them so you know those stories you know as a woman you know we'll know a man loves us when he remembers our special occasions or remembers what's important to us or you know puts the bin out or buys flowers or whatever what if you know one day he doesn't remember or he is tired so doesn't put the bin out or um, doesn't quite remember what's most important to us what if he doesn't meet those expectations what does that mean and somehow it puts it puts him at a disadvantage and we feel disappointed and where does that feeling of disappointing disappointment take us it doesn't take us very far at all so we've got to be really careful of the condition stories that we put ourselves in those other stories like oh if I'm a girlfriend I need to feel this way or if I'm a wife I must do things this way or if I'm, if I'm a mother I must feel this way we've just got to become, become so careful about putting ourselves in a situation where we're becoming a victim to our own stories 
and we also set ourselves up to meet enormous expectations. Another classic story in this space is, you know, if I'm a good girl, what do good girls do versus girls who are not so good? There's so much here and I I won't labor the point, but one thing I know for sure, I know I did buy into society's conditions and expectations for a very long time. And it was only when I started to get super conscious of the stories I was telling myself that everything changed. So we're coming to the end of the episode. And today I really just wanted to put all of this out there and ask you, what are the stories you're telling yourself about yourself and your world? Are they good and supportive stories for you or are they trapping you? This is so important because once we become conscious of the stories we're telling ourselves, we can start to take full charge of them, drop our victimhood and become fully empowered to make a change and to feel a lot freer. So I'd love you to stay tuned for my episode next week where I'm going to share with you how to change your stories. So for this week, all you need to do is just start becoming aware of the stories you might be telling yourself. And next week, I'll share with you how you can change your stories. The other thing I wanted to say before I go is that I just want you to be super self-compassionate with yourself. If you find, if you do some thinking about this and if you find some stories that aren't supporting you, just be kind and accepting of where you are at right now. And also know that I'm going to be sharing with you next week exactly how to change your stories for the better. So thank you so much once again for joining me today. Please keep tuning in to Your Freedom Unlimited. There's lots of great things coming up in the future for you. And if you are liking this podcast, please share it with friends and subscribe and rate and review it. This helps us get the word out there and for people to really get some great learnings for their lives. So I want to say thank you very much for sharing your time with me today and I'm looking forward to talking with you next week. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Your Freedom Unlimited. If you like this show, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate and review Your Freedom Unlimited on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments or feedback, you can reach me directly at jenramsey.com. Thanks for listening. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Your Freedom Unlimited. If you like this show, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, Subscribe, rate, and review Your Freedom Unlimited on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, you can reach me directly at jenramsey.com. Thanks for listening.